Good throwback Thursday morning. Be careful out there. Still spit and snow. Uh, I'd like dusting, fluffing, mm-hmm. feathering, whatever you want to call it, still falling. I would say so. AJ and McCall at VFX. I want to ask you about that because I'm going to admit right now, I was slightly annoyed yesterday. Okay. When you turn on your Surprise. windshield wipers, is what? I, let me rephrase the question. Do you ever find yourself where you just flip, like give them the tap where they just go once, the miss setting? Yeah. Okay. Was yesterday that day for you? Uh, sometimes I went up into Logan Canyon and so it was there because people were in front of me and they were flipping their whatever back right. at me. Backsplash or whatever you call it. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I got you. Misty, whatever. Coming off the tires. I'm with you. Yeah. Yeah. I got it. So I guess sort of, but not like all day. Okay. So how many times in a row, this is, this is it. How many times in a row do you have to do that before you're like, you know what? I'm going to turn this on. Like how many times know. do you do that and you're like, whoosh, it's on, I'm leaving it alone, it's on its lowest setting, I don't worry about it anymore. I don't yesterday, know. three or four, someone five. I was in the car with just resorted to doing it again and again. I didn't understand it. Just turn the darn things on. It's snowing. It's well, fine. When it comes to that, like when it's kind of sort of misting or whatever, I think I normally do the same thing. I normally just kind of flip it because sometimes. It doesn't bother me because I wear my sunglasses a lot. And so with my sunglasses, it kind of phases out a lot of the stuff that's on the windshield. It's a it's a study that has been found that like if you wear your you sunglasses, got got it. if you wear your sunglasses when it's raining, <laughs> it bad. makes visibility much I didn't better. know that. I would call it sides for hider. Okay. So I usually wear my sunglasses and so I don't really pay attention until like all of a sudden there's a bunch on there. I'm like, ah, Disney crap. Bonkers. And so then I have to, then I have to use the, use the washer juice. <laughs> Windshield wiper fluid. Washer juice. Yeah, Got okay. it. Okay. Now it drives me bonkers and I didn't realize how bonkers it drove me until yesterday when I had no control over it. And don't get me wrong. I'm one of those people who supports the meme that I'm very conscious of my windshield wiper speed. Oh, yeah. I like to look around and make sure that I'm not being dramatic compared to everybody else. However, it drove me bonkers yesterday since I had no control over it. They just missed. Missed. Just turn it on. Just turn it on. If it's like like almost constant, you know what I mean? Sure. Yes. But if it's just kind of every couple of minutes or whatever, eh, no, no big deal. Um, it was past. It was past the every couple of minutes. Yeah, I don't know. I just kind of leave them in whatever. <laughs> when it comes to your windshield wiper speed, though, I love my car for the reason that I can adjust it. So instead of like the three settings, because normally it's like, gosh, I wish there was a setting in between one and two because two's just too busy. There are three separate settings in between one and two for me. Mine has that for I setting love one. It. Setting one, I could turn my. I yep. have a twisty. Yep. Does me not too. work on any other settings. Only setting nope. one, I yep. can adjust. Yep. Which I love. I'm like, ah, oh, this is this is Only beautiful. Only one I can goop with. So usually I'll put it onto the first one, and it'll kind of go, and then I'm like, oh, I need it a little bit faster. Tweak up one. For the record, today beautiful. is is missed. Just so I should like, it's a missed kind of day. You don't need it on. You could just as it builds up, you missed it. Yesterday, I disagree. I think it was just on the first setting at least, and it drove me bonkers. Drove me flat out bonkers. So I was curious as to what your windshield wiper habits were. 
because I wanted some support, and I feel like you mostly didn't. So that's where we're at. That's where we're at. Yeah. So we get this morning started. We got chances to win, of course. We got another entry for VFX's Valentine's Fix. We're going to play the Game Cuts, Florida or not. That's all happening this morning, and it all starts with McCall's 411. That's right. And Ariana Grande backed out got of the show oh, of the Grammys this last week for this upcoming week. Oh, that's another one. Interesting. Chris Brown offset our beefing on Twitter. I saw a little bit of this. Oh, gosh. What are they doing? I don't Staying <sighs> relevant? Probably. <laughs> Probably. Conversing from one cheater to another? Mm, yeah. <laughs> McCall's 411 every hour on the 11s. We'll get into that in like seven minutes. Now, McCall's story was about uh, survival. Survival in the cold. Yes. Which is something, obviously, a lot of people in this country had to deal with over the last two weeks or so. We're going to talk about survival, but a different kind. There was a news story that broke about a man... Fighting for his life, McCall. Yeah. And let's just say it's leading to a game that we're calling, What Could You Kill? Oh, no. We're going to play after post, and it's not... <laughs> I, I I, feel very rarely do I need to clarify so many things, but this, is, I promise you, this is not like, oh my gosh, they're doing a podcast on Ted Bundy later this week, and they've just gone off the right. deep end. No, no, no. 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 It makes sense. I promise we'll explain the news story, but we're going to play What Could You Kill after Post Malone in about seven minutes. Would you trust Post Malone as a hunting buddy? Say you got, you know, you went up in no. the mountains on a trip. No. You got stranded. No. AJ McCall at VFX. Not, not reliable think, at all. What? Not reliable at all. Not that I don't think that he would be, he wouldn't be good. I just, uh... I think there are other people that I would put in my corner. Bear Grylls, maybe. <laughs> well, yeah, obviously. Well, I, I, I asked this question. Bear Grylls knows survival. So if you're stuck in the mountains, I can totally understand picking him as a choice. But I don't remember Bear Grylls ever having, like, he knows what's dangerous. But he doesn't really ever have any encounters with anything. It's because he's a genius. Maybe. It's because he knows maybe. where to not go. Maybe. So, would you like to share the story of how we're getting to the game, which, again, we're calling, What Could You Kill? Sort of. Uh, well, we've got a couple of them. Which one do we want first? Oh, let's start with Colorado. That's that's just stone's throw away. Okay. Happening in Colorado. A man goes out and goes jogging on Monday. And a mountain lion attacks him. Somehow he managed to fight back and kill this thing with his bare hands in self-defense. Now, according to the uh, let's see, the Colorado Parks and Wildlife Officer, they think this one might have been sick or injured, which is why it attacked. But if you ever do go jogging and a mountain lion ever attacks you, you have to do just what this guy did. Your first goal is to back Not away. poop your pants. But yeah, good <laughs> luck. But if that doesn't work, you need to fight back. Which is interesting. Now, I I can't. It doesn't give any like specifics. I feel like that guy will never have to buy a drink for himself ever again. Everybody, like, wait, wait, you're are you, that are guy, you Mountain Lion Mike. Oh I my am. gosh, I gotta hear the story. I am, as a matter of fact, Mountain Lion Mike. <laughs> so that has led us to the game of call. What could you kill? Because we also, fun fact, have mountains here in Utah. Correct. And there's things like. Bears and elk. Yes. And cougars and Bigfoot. You know, I'm not so much afraid of the elk as I am of moose. Moosen. 
McCall's animals get eaten on a regular basis. McCall, you're dangerously close to having to play What Would You Kill in real life. How do you know I already haven't? Um, So, fun facts. One of my chickens died yesterday, too. again. Another one. Was it from old age or something? Get it again. I think something got it. What, what's like, the theory now? Because we've, we've, we've I don't know. Skunk, there was raccoon, blood all over. owl. There was blood all over, so I don't know. Something else on the wildlife bingo card that you're going to cross off? There was a dog off? that ate one of my chickens, A dog. Too. See, now we got we get, we're so building a list know. here. I don't know if it's another dog or what. So I'm not going to do any. I mean, your obviously. Chi- your chickens happen to be in this weird Venn diagram of everything that could eat them happens to be in that general vicinity. I guess it's a possibility that like it could have gotten injured because I don't know if you know this about chickens or not. Just as a side note tangent, I'll tell you this story. Oh, okay. I don't, education, I don't know if you we know this, this about chickens or not, but chickens, as soon as they see blood on another chicken, will peck it to death. That's weird. So it's like they, they find the weak one and then they they pick it and pick and pick and pick and pick and pick. So they're like mean girls in high school. I don't like okay? that. Except for- I'm not a fan. So they're they're like mean girls in high school and they pick it, the thing that hurts you the most. So that's <laughs> that's how chickens are. Okay. <laughs> So I don't know if it was another chicken. I don't know what it was. I'm just sad. One of my other chickens died. Not LaFonda, though. She's still alive. She's a, she's never going to die. I she is an not. immortal chicken. I hope not. As soon, if 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 LaFonda dies, I think my heart will just McCall's break. McCall going to take an, an animal bereavement day. I will. <laughs> I love so, her. So the man kills cougar bare hands. Yeah. Ugh, fights for his life. We have another crazy story about wildlife, but this one is... Uh, <laughs> this one sounds like it's more questionable with the look on your face. Yeah, this one's kind of this guy's fault. This guy's fault. Okay, so one guy fights for his life. Another guy puts himself in trouble. McCall's good, tells the story. But I'm, we have hunters, right? Plenty of hunters' windows, plenty of hunters in the area. So the question is, bare hands, no weapons. It's manly style. You get attacked by something. We're something. not saying go out and find something and murder it, okay? <laughs> no, please We're, don't do that. I need We're to not cl- encouraging that behavior. I want to clarify. all hypothetical. We're going to work our way up the animal list and see where we check out and say, no, nah, pass, obviously, I'm on the chicken floor. Obviously, here we go. Obviously, I feel like we need to clarify this. That's probably smart. Because people are, people are going to come say, at us with pitchforks. Clarification is Clarification is important, okay? There is literally no other way to get out of this situation, okay? Oh, you cannot good, good you cannot sit and discuss with the mountain lion over hey, drinks to, to converse <laughs> and make sure things are okay, no, okay? McCall, wild cat, not not in a bar, cougar. Oh, okay, got it. Cool. Got it. So McCall's going to tell the story of the guy who put himself in danger, and then we're going to work our way through the list of what could you kill and see how we would do. Hypothetically speaking. Hypothetically speaking. It's not like we're going to truck them in here and then in the studio <laughs> we're going to fight wild animals for the next half an hour. <laughs> we'll no. Hear McCall's story after a throwback from Justin Timberlake. All right, McCall's show. A man in Colorado kills a mountain lion with his bare heads. That attacked Which him. Which is crazy. Yes. Now, Colorado state officials and wildlife uh, professionals say that it's because the the animal was probably sick or probably injured because mountain lions don't typically attack humans. Right. So AJ anyway, McCall on VFX, and he said this. You know, he tried to reason with the cougar. He said this: "You're calm. That wondrous big cat will be calm too. But if you're scared." That beautiful death machine will do what God made it to do, namely, eat you with a smile on its face. God, he's just following me wherever I go. Well, he's just looking at you. Yeah. But the cougar wouldn't have it. Cougar wouldn't have it. 
They had to have a fight. The mountain lion wasn't having it. So then, that one couldn't do anything about it. Nope. McCall, in bonus uh, Florida not fashion, has another one that it might have been somebody else's fault, not the yeah, animals. Uh, yeah, so we hate to make fun of the dead. Yes. Yes. Uh, a dude in Tennessee overdosed. Oops. And then got eaten by a bear. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that's the bear's fault whatsoever. Well, a bear probably well, asked too. Hey, anybody gonna eat this? This is gonna get cold. All right, three, two, I'm mine. Okay, okay. so that has led to the Can't game we're playing called "What Could You Kill?" Hypothetically. Hypothetically speaking, we're talking like like this like this mountain lion attack. That was in Colorado because this guy had to fight for his life. Yes. So we have put together the hierarchy of things you might encounter out in the wildlife here and see bear hands. You're not going hunting. Bear hands. What could you fight off? And you get to tap out at certain levels. So you could text in your answers. You can post on Facebook, but you can play along with us. What could you kill? Oh, gosh. Hypothetically. All right, Hypothetically. McCall. First, first, swarm of bugs. Could you, with your bare hands, kill Ugh. a swarm of bugs? My bare hands? <laughs> Punch your way through a swarm of bugs. Who knows what happened to that that big old pile of box elder bugs on my uh, front porch? Maybe somebody punched their way through that. Maybe the mailman I mean, was fed up with them. Let's say a question mark. <sighs> McCall's because already with, unsure at level one. Because with my bare hands... That's a difficult situation. You can like, wipe you them say- off afterwards. You'll be fine. Uh, I know it's gross, but McCall, uh, this gross. is a matter of, of, of it's the, it's fight of the, the fittest. You got to survive. All right. We'll say, we'll, we'll say pets. Level two, mouse. With my bare hands? <laughs> With your bare hands. No. <laughs> Check it out already. Like catch the my- thing. In this scenario, it attacks you. It climbs, it's trying to climb up your neck and bite you right there. Right there. That's on your neck, by on the way. On your neck. Yeah, right there on your neck. Bite you on your neck. I guess if I were to like swat it and it accidentally like hit a wall or something. <laughs> All right. McCall's going to go by four. She's going to channel her high school volleyball. Death by spiking. All right. Stage three. Oh, danger. A rabbit. No. <laughs> you couldn't kill a rabbit. This deranged Again. vampire rabbit attacks you. Again, with my bare hands. No. McCall's not this in, is the thing. McCall's I not would in just fight or flight die. mode. Yeah. No, McCall's I would just die. Fight or flight mode. Okay, here we go. Next one. I think you might get back on track. This is level four, but I think you might get back on track with this one. Your jerk rooster. That's level four of this. What could you kill? Hypothetically. <laughs> mm. No. <laughs> okay, I McC- couldn't. Honestly, I don't think I could. McCall tapped out at stage Dustin two. asked me if I wanted to go hunting with him this year. Okay. Because the hunt. Important question. Like, like putting in for the draw is going on like right now, I think. Okay. And maybe I already missed the deadline. Oh, no, I missed it. <laughs> Dustin's like, are you going to come? I don't think you're going to miss much based on our hierarchy here. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, are you going to come hunting with me this year? I'm like, eh. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. I can't. All right. My, wh- I, I got- want to come up to deer camp and eat food and that's, that's it. it. That's it. One last shot to get McCall back in this. If she says no on these, then we're tapped out. Because I think you have vendetta against these next two. Ready? Okay. With your bare heads, what could you kill, hypothetically, 
because of the mountain lion and stage Colorado. stage five raccoon stage six a skunk Ugh, i hate them both no make sure you're aiming that skunk downwind while you're fighting it getting some kidney shots in make sure the tail's <laughs> facing the other way with my bare hands, no. The rest. Raccoons are mean. I don't doubt it. They're like evil little. That's why they attack you. Traps. It's not like they're sweethearts. They're like, hey, you know what? I'm just looking you know, for kicks. You know, there are some that that people have like, uh, what? What's the word? They have, have domesticated. Domesticated. That are nice. Yeah, like Loki the trash panda. Loki the trash panda. One of my favorites. My friend Abby's Loki the Trash yeah. Panda. Who is it really a domesticated raccoon? Think about it. They sleep. They eat food all the time. They put stuff on their bellies that eat it off. That's the life. Yeah. That's the dream. Okay. So the rest, I couldn't do any of those. The rest of the hierarchy. Birds, but due to the protected nature of stupid birds, we cannot discuss this. Correct. Deer, elk, no. lion, no. moose, bear. That is the hierarchy, the stages, stage one through how many? Twelve. Twelve. The twelve stages of what could you kill? Hypothetically. Hypothetically. We're not trucking in a mouse in here to see if McCall actually could fight for her life. Because the answer to that question is no. You just scream and run out the door. What? No, I wouldn't scream and run out the door. I wouldn't. I know how to deal with them. It's called a mouse trap. <laughs> oh, you have one handy? No. As a, I have a plethora of them at my house, though. What could you kill? Hypothetically, as we get ready for the Game Cuts Florida or not, we played for a prize. Next, be ready to call 435-787-0945, the number you need. Let's get winning. We already have the mental image, right, of McCall fighting for a life against this mouse or me with the promise I make to Ashley every time we go anywhere outside that don't worry if a bird comes near you, I will punch that bird in the face. Oh, gosh. Because she's deathly afraid. AJ McCall VFX. And then there was the guy who overdosed on meth and got eaten by a bear. I don't know. If we're not in the right mindset for Florida, not nothing's going to get us there. Mm-mm. Plus, someone called in early and wished me good luck. Yeah. So I got a lot on my side right now for the Gabe Cuts Florida, not 909 South Main in Logan. They've got discounts for military, for fire, for police. You don't need an appointment either. You can just drop on in. 909 South Main in Logan. Show McCall. I'm feeling good. Let's get these headlines. Okay. Nursing home bingo night goes bad when two women get into a brawl. (laughs) Story number one. You know, sportsmanship doesn't always exist when there's competition. Mm, Story number two. Carjacking victim grabs the guy's phone because he dropped it and then uses it to negotiate to get his car back. Wow, that sounds like an episode of like a CSI or something. Mm-hmm. And story number three, uh, family butt dials 911 while planning their next drug cook. <laughs> okay, I have an early favorite. I have one I definitely want to hear more about, and I have an early favorite. 435-787-0945. You call it now. We'll team up. We'll see if we can figure out which stories from Florida and see if we can win you a prize. Four three five seven eight seven zero nine four five. I've been wished good luck. We talked about animal attacks. Talked about the guy getting eaten by a bear. Yep. As a meth. AJ would call it VFX. I don't know that we've ever, ever been more mentally prepared for the game cuts Florida or not on VFX. AJ McCall with you. Now, Aaron, before we get to this, since we've just we just left, what could you kill? Hypothetically. In that situation, we've read out the stages. Stages uh, 1 through 12. Bug to bear. 
between McCall and myself, who do you think would get the furthest? Ooh. I think if you guys were forced to and had to, I think you, AJ, would. <laughs> yeah. High praise. I wasn't going to vote for me, for the record. <laughs> I was going to vote for you. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, now I feel like there's I'm too like, much confidence mm, on this. No. I don't feel good about this. Well, hopefully I never find myself face-to-face with a mountain lion. <laughs> okay, Aaron. So we got three stories. I have an early favorite, but we'll hear the full stories now to see if anything changes. Yeah. Okay, please, McCall. Okay, story number one. 79-year-old woman and an 86-year-old woman got into a physical altercation at their nursing home on Tuesday. All over. Bingo. The funny thing is, what, what is there to argue about necessarily at bingo? Like, <laughs> it's a pretty straightforward game. There's not a whole lot of confusion to it. Well, turns out the fight was because one of the women take took the other woman's regular seat. Oh, okay. So that, that's, that that's where it all began. You. Cops came. Can't, can't take an old person's spot. No, no. <laughs> Listen here, Karen. Hard way. Right? <laughs> Cops came, and fortunately, no one was seriously hurt, so they didn't file any charges. Do you think they called their, their kids? Probably. Ah, your parents are acting up again. Like, Gosh dang it, Mom. <laughs> That's story number one. <laughs> story number two. A carjacker dropped his phone on Monday, so the victim grabbed it and used it as a bargaining chip, and the carjacker had to trade or traded it to get his phone back. Wow. Yeah. So an avoidable mistake, my man. Here's the avoidable thing. mistake. The cops could have used the phone to identify the guy, but it's not clear if the carjacked dude realized it. So the cops are still trying to look for this guy. Oh, so he got off. Yep. So that is story number two. And story number three, a family butt dials 911 when they are planning their next uh, drug cook. So apparently they listened and the two voices discussed drugs, eventually heard a bubbling sound as if something was cooking. Uh, They went and searched the shed, turned up to be the makings of an active meth lab, including coffee filters, a butane torch, and all sorts of other things. And then the guy OD'd and got eaten by a burning oven. It was uh, (laughs) a mom and a son. Oh, jeez. Those are your three crazy stories, Aaron. Oh, gosh. Butt dials are sometimes great. More often not annoying, but sometimes great. Okay, Aaron. So I got to think we can sort of eliminate two because you you got bingo. Obviously, old yeah. people in Florida. And then the, the, the last one, the butt dials definitely got to be in consideration here. Oh, yeah. Most definitely. <laughs> so that being said, uh-huh. if we throw two out, do you think it's one or three? I, I'm thinking three. Three? I'm thinking, you know, the math, it's south, it's, you know, it's Florida. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's do it. Okay, so I, good news is, not that I'm thinking this way, we don't get this right. I think we know which is going to be the 50-50 shot. However, we're going to get it right now because McCall is in story number three. It is, Aaron. Congratulations, yes. man. Yes. Awesome. Hang on the line for just a second. We'll grab some information from you, okay? Okay. And I'll tell you what, McCall. Okay. You have that serenity blanket right now? I wish I did. Otherwise, I'd, if I did, I would be napping. Exactly. So I don't They're think that so that's a warm. good idea because we're working. They're so comfortable. You just kind of lean into the weight. Let it take you down. Yep. <sighs> Gone. That was a snore. Yes. Yes, it was. Now... Napping at work, not Sad. probably that good an idea. Not a good idea, but... Is it the worst place to nap? No. Have you napped in worse places? Uh, yes. That's because he's yes, but I'm not ready to tell you yet. So we're going to give her eight minutes and see if she'll tell us where the worst place she's napped is. Because work is bad, but it could be worse. We'll hear her story in eight minutes. As a kid... Naps are the worst. 
You don't give right. up some of your day for sleeping. And then you grow up and you're like, dude, I want to give up all of my day for sleeping, please. AJ and McCall at VFX, you could not have told more truth right there, McCall. Yep. yep. But sometimes exhaustion maybe overwhelms us and we don't nap a, in, the sa- in the safest of places. In it's the best a possibility. Sure. Everybody's got to have at least one bad nap story, McCall. Where you oh, yeah. Fell asleep somewhere on accident. Heck, there used to be a picture up when both McCall and I got hired here of a former board op who once fell asleep while working. Head down, That's the worst thing to do here, especially because if you are falling asleep, there is nothing playing. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Hello? Hello? I don't don't know what's going. Hello? I'm not answering. Are we on? Fall asleep at work. Pretty bad. Is it working? Yep. Hello? McCall, have you fallen asleep anywhere worse than work? I fell asleep at a dentist's office. That was just weird. I mean, I I guess besides the bright light in your face, I could get it. They put on some music. You lay back. Not really a whole lot for you to do. No, I was just waiting for my sister. Oh, you fell asleep in the waiting room. Yeah. Okay. There's even still, you're just kind of sitting there. They put on some music. I once... Seven and eight o'clock classes are the worst idea for college ever. Just get rid of them. Okay, noted. I had a presentation to to give for uh, for seven o'clock class. Okay. So I was anxious. So I didn't sleep very well. So I got up to class early, got up to campus early, and I was like, well, I got a few minutes. I'm not going to walk out of the cold right now. I think I'm just going to sit in my car for a little bit, kill some time, and then I'll walk to class. Uh Uh-huh. And then I fell asleep. Uh-huh. And then I was late for class. Uh-huh. So then I had to sprint halfway across campus to make sure I didn't miss my presentation. Yeah. Luckily, whoo, just in time, but man, that was a panic attack. I could believe that. I fell asleep. It's the biggest lie you tell yourself in college, too. I'll just pull an all-nighter. Right. It'll work. And then you fall asleep right before you need to go where you're going. I fell asleep on a train once. Oh, man, McCall, how did you do that? I also fell asleep on an airplane. That's impossible. You're a liar. No, I did. Planes I do are a lot. impossible to no, sleep on. I fell asleep on planes a lot. As a matter of fact, I fell asleep in the airport. Now, this is the worst sleeping in an airport story ever. Uh oh. Probably not ever, but for me, at least. <laughs> it's we- worse than McCall's life. Got it. <laughs> well, Which we is were- the worst for everybody. Exactly. Obviously, the world revolves around me. We were flying to Guatemala. <laughs> we flew yeah, into Atlanta International you've Airport. That once or twice. Yeah. We flew into Atlanta International Airport, and we ended up going to this. We had it at one gate that was on the one side of the airport. And in the Atlanta International Airport, they have all sorts of, like, trams and buses and train things. It's a big airport. Massive, huge airport. And so we were on the one side. It was in, like, the F department. And then we got notified that, our plane had moved to the A department. How instead. dare you play? So okay. we were napping and our flight was supposed to take off at like 4.30 or 5 o'clock in the morning. Ugh. Uh-huh, nasty. We get notified. We go to this other part. It is literally freezing. Ooh. It was 55 degrees on the thermostat because the sun comes in on those, those, um, windows. all of the big windows on that one side. Where our gate was. Uh-huh. And so we're sitting there and we had to nap. Oh. And I did not have 
a jacket just sitting in this area was freezing. Mind you, it's July, so it's hot outside anyway, and it's freezing. So I had to go and buy stuff at the little like shop. <laughs> That's thing. how they get you. I know. That's how they get you. We had to sit there and wait for for I don't know how much longer. I think our flight actually took off at like nine, but we landed at like three o'clock in the morning. So well, it was you cold. Win. You win most uncomfortable, Matt. It was very uncomfortable. I'll definitely give you that. I was on the floor. We didn't really have chairs. The Atlanta International Airport chairs are not comfortable. Most airport chairs are not there. comfortable. You win most uncomfortable, Matt. It was Matt. terrible. <laughs> McCall at the dentist's office in an airport. Me right before class in my car. I tried <laughs> to fall asleep in my car last night and I couldn't. <laughs> See, that's not difficult to me. I could do that easy. No. Since I was a baby. Start driving. No, I'm not driving. Pass out. I usually can, but last night I just couldn't. Those are interesting places. McCall wins definitely, I think, most uncomfortable nap, but worst place to nap. How about if you throw in the TV factor, McCall, because there's two that happened this week on television. Both fell asleep. Okay. Both fell asleep. Share both stories with you because they both happened in this country. Share them with you, including a clip in about seven minutes. To give you most uncomfortable nap. I think that whole airport scenario, 55 degrees, no jacket, butt crack of dawn. It was terrible. You win. That is the most uncomfortable nap that we have heard. Okay. AJ McCall at VFX. But most embarrassing, not the case. What about when you throw in television? Um. What? Yeah. What about if you were to fall asleep during an interview? So like on TV. Yeah, Michael being, Bolton. Being on TV. Yeah, okay. Michael Bolton was doing an interview with an Australian morning show, and this is how it went. As always, we're looking forward to talking to the great man. Michael Bolton joins us now live from Florida. Good morning and welcome back to the show. Michael, you got us okay? <laughs> Maybe he's just <laughs> updating Instagram. Hi, Michael. It's Kylie and Larry. We're with you live. It's gone silent. Michael, Michael, can you hear us after such a great intro? Please tell yeah. us you can hear. We didn't want to waste that intro. Michael Bolton live in Florida. Can you hear us? Now, if you watch the clip, it does look like he's sort of looking down at jostling, but he he looks spaced out. And time difference. Yep. The uh, time difference between Florida and Australia is 16 hours. So 9 a.m. in Florida is 1.30 a.m. in Australia. Friday. So 9.30 Thursday in Florida is 1.30 a.m. Friday in Australia. Yep. So he should have been awake because it would have been approximately the afternoon when he was up, when the interview happened Australian time. Wait, you said 1.30 a.m. Yeah, in Australia. So their show is probably 6 a.m. You add five more hours to 9.30. That makes it 2, 2 in the afternoon in okay. Florida, the day okay. before. That was confusing. I don't know why you were talking about 1.30 in the a.m. I know. Regardless, I don't know why you were talking about 1.30 in the a.m. Middle of the day for him. Okay. So, no excuse to fall asleep. Add on to that, McCall. So, there's there's that. You know, he's a big star. Right. Interview, right? What about, uh, I don't know, national TV, president invites you to an event, and you conk out during a speech. In case you missed it, pictures on our social media. Joshua Trump was invited to by the president for the State of the Union. He fell asleep during the speech. And honestly, yep. this kid I can't blame. The speech no. started at 9, and I think it went for an hour and a half. 
Yeah, I don't blame him at all. And uh, let's be let's be honest. Who cared about politics at that age? Let's be right, honest. Right when you're nine. Let's be honest. No thanks. But there you go. Now he's he's a meme. He's a meme for uh, a good while, I think. Yeah. Fall asleep for the State of the Union next to the First Lady. Woo! Not going to live that one down for a little bit. No, poor kid. Poor kid. <laughs> All over social media right now. Everyone is like, why is this kid sleeping? Because he's like nine. Okay? He's not it's, really he's, interested he's in politics. nine. Not it's really nine o'clock at nine. But I'm just saying. If I were worst at a, place is the nap. If I were at a speech... At nine o'clock at night, I guarantee you, I would fall asleep. <laughs> I went to, I went to the USU women's basketball game last night, right. which was really good. It was a really fun game, but it got done at like eight thirty or nine ish. I was exhausted. I was so tired. So this kid falling asleep at the State of the Union at nine o'clock at night, totally reasonable. Totally reasonable. I get politics. I understand the importance of the State of the Union, but come on. He totally does win. Worst place to take a nap, though. State of the Union compared to a basketball game is way more boring. <laughs> and if I'm super tired at a basketball game, this kid's got to be tired of the State of the Union. Yeah. Understandable. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. But still, it'd be Worst one thing if you asleep. got caught on the big screen. Like They were like, all right, we're going to zoom around the crowd, and then they oh, caught you sleeping. Asleep. And then you're on TV during the president's yep. speech and you're just cocked out. Way worse. He definitely was the worst place worse. to take a nap. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can, he's cocked, too. You can see he is out like a light. It's on our Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at Utah's VFX. Another one of the contests we're doing because VFX's Valentine's Fix, and we have a finalist for today, and we didn't skip it or anything. It's still coming. Yep. It just happens to be part of the debated eight. Because it's uh, mad crazy. <laughs> And one week out from Valentine's Day might be a good refresher, I think, to go over ahead of that day. I would say so. We're going to get into the debate at eight. Give you some tips, some advice, some from things we don't think you should do. And then you can learn from what others crash and burn. Like the VFX Valentine's Fix finalist, which we will get to as well in less than 10 minutes. We are exactly one week out from Valentine's Day. Correct. Kind of. I'm Which is weird terrifying. to me. A little, little bit of anxiety building up. A little bit. A little bit. Especially, I don't even know what the heck to get Dustin. Oh, no. I need to send him a text right I now. I have a surprise planned, but it's out of my hands, and I don't know that it's going to work. Oh, no. And for the record, this is not my mom's oh, no. third excuse to send me pictures of engagement rings now that she's listening. AJ's not getting engaged. Not the case. Okay. We've had this discussion before. If AJ were to get engaged, it's not going to be on Valentine's Day. No, definitely not. Let me just let me just put that out in the universe. <laughs> That's not, not going to happen. AJ and McCall's debated eight on VFX, but a week out from Valentine's Day, I think McCall a good time. Maybe not so much for veteran datas, but I, I think a refresher's never never a a bad idea. But you know, some first dates, maybe back in the dating world because you're part of VFX's Valentine's Fix. Yeah. Go over a couple tidbits, maybe some pieces of advice that stand out. You know, yeah. keep in your mind when you go on that date to make sure things go well and you get a second date. And it's all going to start with our third Valentine's Fix finalist. And I'll That's tell you this. Right. We are going to be giving you some advice. Really only one chunk of advice for this finalist. And honestly, we're in a fight on Twitter about a completely unrelated couple. Which is- it's the exact same thing. Yeah. Tell you what the fight is on Twitter. When we read the third finalist, we get number three entered in for VFX's Valentine's Fix, and we're going to get into dating tips. That's in about 15 minutes for the debate at eight. First, though, 
McCall's 411. The debate at 8, McCall, starts with our next VFX Valentine's Fix entrant. Beautiful. This is an old Valentine's story. (sighs) Poor thing. And this one is from another A. Another A? This one is from A. Okay. So, A was pregnant and decided for Valentine's Day that she was going to do something really special. Okay. So, baby daddy... Works uh, was at work, and their neighbors, her neighbor's husband, also rides. They ride together to share a car. Okay. So she's babysitting the neighbor's kids, and she's got this whole thing planned. She's got a chocolate fountain. She's got fruit, balloons. She's cooking up a really nice dinner. She's got the works. So she's getting everything set up, and the uh, her neighbor comes home, and she talks about how she can't wait to get things set up for her boyfriend. She's got all of this planned. And that's when neighbor gives her a really sullen look. Says, hey, I got something I need to tell you. Okay. And she went on to tell me a story about how they went out, have a few drinks, and the boyfriend a few weeks prior decided to hang out with uh, the boss. Apparently, he decided after having one too many to go hang out with uh, his friend's father's girlfriend who also lived in that complex. Wait, wait, wait. Friend's father's girlfriend. Friend's father's girlfriend okay who lived in that complex she was in her late 50s they were both 19 at the time oh my gosh and they ended up the night together oh no she couldn't believe it and oh who my could gosh. as soon as the car pulled up her blood was boiling she couldn't keep her mouth shut he made one comment about dinner and i snapped I shouted at him, and he couldn't believe that I found out, so I took off before even giving him a chance to explain. I told him, happy, flipping, flipping Valentine's Day. Hope he enjoys it with the Crypt Keeper-looking neighbor. Called my mom crying, went and spent the night with my mom and sister. I spent it eating candy and watching scary movies. I couldn't stand love for a very long time, and I couldn't believe him. Oh, my gosh. Valentine's, candy... Chocolate fountain, dinner, the whole thing. And it ends up. Oh my gosh. What ending that way? Three That's years, horrible. three times his year, his senior. And that is how that one goes. Oh. So, McCall. That's so sad. That is our third finalist. Now we have three of five. Right. And so that leads us to the debate at eight. Yes. <laughs> so deal breakers is the debate at eight. And I here's why. where we'll start from. Got any advice for that guy? Don't. <laughs> uh, don't. <laughs> Not really a whole lot more to add to it. I no. think it's a pretty like, sound. Uh, don't. Uh, and so the Twitter feud, I mentioned that too, that we were in Twitter feud is too far. We're having a yeah, it's, discussion. Yeah, it's not a feud. But, but uh, you know, we retweet relevant news, and one of them was about Cardi B. And it has to do with the fact that apparently Offset suggested marriage counseling. And uh-huh. Cardi B said, nah. To which my response is, well, you know, in, in McCall's advice for our Valentine's Fix finalist, uh, I don't, don't step out. Right. Don't go, uh, you know, sleep with someone that's not the baby of your, or the mom of your baby. Yep. Pretty good advice, right? And then yep. the person's like, no, 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 no. She had a part in this. Yeah. Called it quits. Yep. He decided, hey, that's not cool. We outie 5,000. Yep. Solid advice. A pretty easy one, McCall. I think I think we'll lean in this debate today with the easy one. So obviously, don't devote attention to other fellas or ladies. Yep. 
I think we, we could start there. I think everyone's on the same page. It's not too hard for us to lean no. into. No. Everyone's like, okay, don't. Surprise. Okay. If you're in a relationship with somebody, <laughs> stay there. Tip number one, we all got that checked off. Yep. So then what are our dating deal breakers? We're a week out from Valentine's Day. <sighs> and maybe first dates, anxiousness, couple things to keep in mind. Some obvious, some less obvious. Or maybe just to refreshers, you know. You go out, you've been together for a while, but just you know, a couple things to make sure the magic stays the magic. We all know how much McCall loves to give dating advice. Yes, I do. And we all know McCall had uh, went through some muck to get to the good. Yes, I did. <laughs> dating deal breakers. We'll go through McCall's advice, see if McCall and I have the same deal breakers. We'll get to that for the debate. You can share yours and... Valentine's Fix going on, utahsvfx.com. We now have three of our five finalists. Share your dating fail stories. Dating deal breakers after Halsey. McCall's reasonable, unreasonable. We'll find out in about eight minutes. Okay, McCall. Okay, AJ, hi. We are a week out yes, from we Valentine's mm-hmm. Day. Correct. And I feel like, I, you know, I did an interview, yes, uh, interview yesterday. I was asked some questions for a newspaper article a couple days ago. AJ McCall VFX. And I said, what? you know. It was about the the fundraiser for Brent. Oh, okay. Cool. And I said, you know, as a radio person, I don't consider myself by celeb- celebrity by any means. No. But I feel like I have a responsibility to entertain and inform. Of course. And to do good things. Yeah. And this is some of those good things. Mass notice of dating deal breakers. Yeah. So that we can all have successful first dates, second dates, more dates. We're trying to help you. Yeah. 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 So the first one, McCall, comes from one of my favorite shows. And here's some advice I think we could both expand on. Oh, oh my God. God. What is that? What was that? Is that cheese? Have you eaten cheese? How much cheese have you eaten today? How much cheese is too much cheese? Any amount of cheese before a date is too much cheese. I had a lot of cheese. I had a block oh, of cheese. Okay, okay. just don't, need a block of cheese I was today. very nervous. I started eating cheese, man. Right, right, right. Does that Listen. calm you down? Just don't breathe in her direction, okay? Whatever you do. How do I look? Relax. Stick to the game plan. Do I look handsome? You look great. Oh my gosh. Don't eat cheese before. Don't eat anything. Garlic, cheese, onions, fish, probably. McCall's no. shaking her head. No. Just don't breathe in their general direction. No. But do you think you can expand that? Check a mirror before you go. Please. Just give yourself uh, a double check, a once over. Please. Make sure everything's fine. There's no stains. Mm hmm. Okay, McCall. So your. Dating deal breakers. We all know you've you've told us in in years past. You've told us plenty of times the muck, some of the worst states that you've gone through. I've been on some bad ones to get to the good. So, what are your dating deal breakers? Some of the things that I would include are being rude to the wait staff. That's one it. that I'm like, no, big fan. Especially as somebody who worked at a restaurant for a very short period of time. That's just a huge no go. If you're rude to your mom. I also judge you, and I judge you harshly. I understand each person's scenario is different. Each person's situation is different. I obviously don't know your whole story about you and your mom, mom, but I don't care. I I mean, I'm with you. Treat people with respect. But to kind of expand on this situation, you're at a date, and let's say mom happens to call or text, so it's that, or they just randomly bring it up. Either way... The second one, I'd say huge red flag. That's just all of a sudden going to a tirade about their mom. Exactly. First one. Exactly. Call, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll call you later, mom. Just, you know, you get out of there and just whatever. 
Uh, there's a lot of, I've got a list actually oh, of li- like the top 10, <laughs> the top 10 across America dating deal breakers. Okay. That's kind of interesting. We can get into that now if you want. Let's, let's, let's do a few of them. Yeah. What do, what do you got okay. for me? Uh, untrustworthiness. I don't know how I you mean, would just like obviously, feel that off date, of the first know, date. You would, yeah. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. I mean, if you were to say that I think it's my destiny to go back in time and kill Edgar Allan Poe. Who was our winner last year for <laughs> Valentine's Day fixes fix. Last year. Hey, maybe untrustworthy this might come into play. Yeah. Um, whew, I'm sorry. Yawning um, at dinner, also not a great idea. Inappropriate. Would imply that you're bored, not happy, not having a good time. Looking at... Uh, good example, McCall. This would be considered bad hygiene, I think. Yawning at dinner, not covering your mouth if you are sneezing or coughing oh or gosh. something along those lines. Using a freaking napkin at the dinner table to okay, wipe your nose. Okay, this is McCall's big mm-hmm. one. No, please don't. Okay? So I don't care yourself? if it's a paper napkin. I don't care if they put it there and you're like, oh, go to wipe my nose. Go to the bathroom! It's McCall's big one. Ugh. I don't think it's as big a deal, but maybe for the first date or so, you know. Yeah, wait for a little bit, yourself. okay? But still. Also gives you a chance to kind of collect your thoughts, maybe take a deep breath. Yep. So don't you're not have, talking so fast. Yeah. Don't have bad hygiene. That, that's. Take I mean, my, a shower. My first one's hygiene. You dirty, dirty person. Uh, listen. Yep. And politeness, I yep. think, will carry you a long way. Correct. Aaron, what are your dating deal breakers? Cell phone's a good one. Cell phone is a great one. That one ties into rudeness, which is number four. Which would also be your wait staff. It it kind of ties in with number five also, which is selfishness. Yeah, again, listen. 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 Yesterday's Valentine's Fix one, that was a problem, right? Yep. The person for A just talked and talked and talked and talked and talked about themselves. Yep. Ask questions. So Aaron mentioned the cell phone at the table, McCall. Yes. I'm going to bring this up because I feel like whenever you talk about dating, it's a question that comes up. What about the check? Because I believe the child mentioned a check. The child mentioned a check. I think in most cases, I'm very traditional with it. Usually, I don't expect the man to pay for the dinner. I don't. Always, ladies, ladies, always be prepared to cover the check. This is just it. This is something that my mom taught me when I was when I was younger. Always be prepared to cover the check in case they don't. In case they were already expecting you to. Whoever asks out on the date is the one that I think needs to cover the check. This is something that we've discussed in the past. I think whoever asks out on the date is the one that needs to cover the check. But if you were to say, you know, let's go Dutch or something, whatever, sure. Probably needs to be clarified. It needs to be clarified beforehand. Okay. It I'll doesn't it- need to be while we're sitting there because I've had a situation. I, I've told my story before of when I went to the movies and I thought it was a date and I had to use my mom's debit card because I didn't bring anything. Right. All I right. had was my mom's card. So I'll get on my side, but I, I, I want to ask this because I feel like we're going to have a problem. We're going to be on different sides with Probably. this one. But so say, say I go on a date. I'm going to pay. I'm a gentleman. I got it. It's Kay. cool. I'm going to take care of it. But I have a coupon or a gift card. Uh, is it is it a coupon or a gift card? <laughs> Which one makes you more mad? Coupon. Okay, I have a coupon. How dare you? <laughs> what? I just don't. No. Why? No. No. What, what, okay, let me let me add some more. Let Ugh. me add some more stipulations. What if? What if the coupon applies? But I didn't tell you. You we have to get these. 
Like you happen, okay. we happen to get stuff. I mean, I think that that's okay-ish, but I still don't love that. I don't. I'm not going to go out on a date and then be like, hey, hey, waiter, <laughs> take this uh, coupon. I believe it's buy one, get one for it's a it's a redeeming quality to be a responsible with money to think that way. Well, sure, but then it comes up like, oh, well, he's just taking me on a date so that he can use his stupid coupon because he couldn't use no. it by himself. No. Let's you know, we'll come back. McCall still has more of that list. Dating oh, yeah. deal breakers, still the debate today. Coupon, though. We're we're torn on this one now. We're on a different size of fence. Coupon, yay, nay. Good. You know, shows you're responsible with money, you do some thinking, or makes you look like a cheapskate. Which side? 68255, the number to text, start your text with VFX, at Utah's VFX, all social media. We'll take a look at that when we come back at the rest of that list. You know, that Lady Gaga song kind of definitely applies to what we started out with for this debate at 8 on VFX. Uh, yeah, probably so. She ain't got to so. love nobody. You ain't got to do nothing you ain't want to do. Mm-mm. Just say no. Mm-mm. Piece of cake. Okay, so we're on dating deal breakers, and McCall's got a list we're going to get to. We get comments on social media we're going to get to for the debate today. But we we left it at the check because McCall gave her theory on the check, and then we got into how to pay. Right. And when it comes to check, McCall, there's one person I like to refer to, the master of romance, Ted Mosby. Okay, so red indicates level of attractiveness. Blue, intellectual stimulation. Green, emotional connection. Yellow, compatibility of life goals. And purple, whether or not she reached for the check. Well, it looks like Jessica's ahead in the first four categories. <sighs> Did not reach for the check. Now, now, I don't completely agree, but there is an episode where Ted, Ted explains the check dance. Right. Guys like to feel like a big shot. He wants to pay. He just wants you to reach for it so he can wave you off and feel good. Because yeah. for me, on a date especially, unless you agree to go Dutch beforehand, I, I'm, I'm, I'm planning to pay. I'm just going to pay. Yeah. I think, and I think McCall's right. I think you start with the attitude. I think it's the, the best way to go about it. Everybody starts the attitude. You're going to go 50-50. But as a fellow, I'm telling you, I feel like I'm going to pay. Now, of course, in the past, that has not been what the um, expectation was. You flash back, and heaven only knows what would happen if the man were to not pay. Don't be one of those guys that we have to talk about on the radio oh because gosh. you demand a refund after the date doesn't work out either. Yeah, please don't. Don't be one of those guys and don't be the kind of guy that's like, well, I paid for your dinner, so <laughs> now you owe me. No. Don't order the lobster. It's we, a trap. We don't owe you anything ever, okay? Um, so. What? When it comes to paying for the date, Again, I think that you go in with the indication that, yes, you will go Dutch, you will split it, you buy what you feel comfortable purchasing, um, but also have the, the I wouldn't say slight expectation, the thought that it's a possibility he could also pay for it. So don't buy the lobster on the first date. Do something that you'd be comfortable paying for. Middle if you're comfortable... If you're comfortable paying yeah. for the lobster, that's great. But maybe he's not comfortable paying for the lobster. I'm with you, McCall. So pick something in the middle. So Anyway. We're good on that part. Side note. Paying for it is where we get off track. Yes. Because McCall says coupon, eh, it kind of makes you look like a cheapskate. It does I make say, you look like a cheapskate. I say makes you look like you are fiscally responsible. You think sure. about money. You think about how to save. Yeah. And I again, with sure. the caveat, very important caveat, with the caveat... 
that you don't say, okay, well, I brought a coupon so you can only you, get you this. You have to get you this. You do that, then I'm with you. Right. I'm with you on that. Right. But if it happens to apply, you're like, two for one. We got the two for 20. Wham. Saving money. And we got Shania with us. What, what do you think on this coupon thing? Are you with McCall? Is it girls against me on this one? And you look like a cheapskate. I'm on your side. Yes! No! Because you know what? I love coupons, and the guy that can save money by taking us out means we can go out more places, more time, Preach! more money. Hey, why not? Preach! <laughs> yes! I am so serious. I really am serious. If a guy uses a coupon, why not? It doesn't make him cheap. It makes him thrifty, and it makes him awesome. What else can he do to save money? How much more fun can you have? Exactly, and I don't know if you could hear it in her voice, McCall, but she was admiring my my strategy, my thought process on this. Do you want me to give you a high five? Congratulations. Yes. I'm not giving you a high Self five. five. It's thrifty. It's smart. Sure. Whatever you want to say. <laughs> Is your attitude the same if I had a gift card? Let's say I had a gift card, but I didn't tell you we had to go there and we just happened to go to wherever and I if had we a gift just, card. If we just happened to go to some place and you happen to have a gift card, whatever, that's fine. I... I don't think I would. It's not the same thing. It's not. You didn't get, if it was not predetermined, it's the exact same thing. Majority of the time when it's a coupon, it's always predetermined. It's always like a, hey, get this on a Tuesday night and you can get five free mozzarella sticks or something. Ah, So I'll buy you Tuesday. We go there. I'll get us a free appetizer. Now I'm a hero because I got free mozzarella sticks. Who's turning down free mozzarella sticks? The correct answer? No one. Well, yeah, but yeah, but stop, stop trying to use coupons. Okay, <laughs> coupons bug me anyway. I'm sorry, the coupons bug me anyway. It doesn't We've matter what scenario we are in. Whole other issue for McCall. Come on, come on, AJ. Whole other issue. Let me paint the picture. Go ahead. You go to the grocery store. You get done shopping. There are so many people that you've had to deal with all freaking day as you are shopping. You're pushing through the aisles. Little Susie's running in the middle of the of the aisle. Mom's not paying attention. She knocks over the whole entire hot fudge display. Crash comes the whole hot fudge display. And it's in your way now. So you keep walking through the store. You're grabbing your milk. You're grabbing your coffee creamer. You're grabbing your coffee. You're grabbing your... Whatever hot sauce, I don't care what you're grabbing. You go to the checkout. You've got ten items. You're in the ten items are left checkout section, and all of a sudden, Grandma pulls out a coupon book. Okay, coupon after coupon after coupon after coupon after coupon, and you're sitting there waiting for the coupons to be done. Because we're at Walmart, and heaven forbid they open another aisle. I hate coupons. End of story. That was purely hypothetical, right? That's not actually ever happened. <laughs> you think? It sounded like. Okay, so there's a whole other issue when it comes to recalling coupons. Not okay. <laughs> what are your dating deal breakers? We are a week out for Valentine's Day. We already got some great ones on the social media. McCall, if you could take a second to back away from your coupon eight, would you share some of our loyal listeners? Dating deal breakers with us, please. Uh, we got people like Amber who says she's all for coupons, but Thank it you. has to be used and there's nothing I want to get with it. Well, I guess I'll be paying for my own. Uh, she also says not to say it's a deal breaker unless the guy is adamant on using it and won't exactly. let me get that, anything yeah, else from it. Cheapskate. Then buy. He says, no, this is what you're getting. He's a jerk and a cheapskate. Uh, with it. Regarding deal breakers, she also says must love pets. No ifs, and or buts. Chewing with Pets your mouth open. One. Deal breaker. 
Oh, Bad yeah. hygiene. Oh, yeah. Deal breaker. And my favorite to wrap Big up, ones. our favorite comments on our Facebook page, which you can join in on the conversation at Utah's VFX. Biggest deal breaker for Clark Downs. He says they got to be the same species. <laughs> okay, so we started on an obvious one. Don't go stepping out. We ended on an obvious one. They got to be the same species. Yep. Join the conversation at Utah's VFX, all social media. We've got all these great dating deal breakers, things that you should avoid. Yep. Being shared on our social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, at Utah's VFX. Mm-hmm. Hoping that everybody has successful date night, whether it's a week from tonight for Valentine's Day or whether you do something the week of, the weekend before, the weekend after. But I think the uh, fun thing to end on for that would be, especially if you're maybe deciding to do your first Valentine's Day, maybe it's your... First date, maybe it's just your first Valentine's Day date with your said relationship. You know, a couple icebreakers, McCall. A couple of interesting questions that you could ask that make sure that you're not focusing too much on you, but it also isn't something too personal. But they're fun little questions. Maybe get the conversation going, kind of take the pressure off once you get the ball rolling. Yes. And I know you have a ton that you love to stash away. I do. That you hopefully obviously never use again, but you remember them. Yeah. I've got a bunch of random ones uh, that, that include if you could have any superpower, what would it be and why? Classic. I have that one. I also have um, there's so many that are just so like awkward and weird. It's okay. You know? we're good. You try to- What's your favorite? My, my, my favorite one this is what actually got me and Dustin to kind of go on our first date. Is what's your favorite candy bar? He answered the right question. He answered with the right answer. He so the right answer. Yeah. Because obviously he there's a the right, right answer. answer to that. Can't yeah. be subjective. No. Of course not. <laughs> uh, what are some of the other ones? Do you like dogs? Is one. What kind of peanut butter oh, pets, do you like? Pets is a big Crunchy one. or creamy? Creamy. You're wrong. Yeah. Correct. Fun fact, Dustin likes creamy peanut butter too. So because yeah, he's right. Explain that one away, McCall. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> no, but they're fun questions to ask because yeah. they maybe, maybe a little weird, but you know, then you're not asking anything too personal because who knows what someone's comfort level is, especially if it's your first date. Yep. And then you're not talking about yourself too much. Yep. Because you don't want to start with I, 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 I. Eventually, no. that wears thin. And that's one of the most important things is always having you questions because people love talking about themselves. By the way, my f- superpower, I wish that I could make copies of myself so I could send them out to do my bidding. Beautiful. You go do chores. You go get another job so we can make even more money. Just send them everywhere. It'd be great. Beautiful. Be great. It'd be my superpower. Now, though, McCall's 411. Debate at eight was advice, you know, dating deal breakers, things to avoid. Some of them obvious, you know, like hygiene, be polite, beyond time is definitely a good mm-hmm. one. Some of them not as much. And then we got McCall's icebreaker questions, a couple of easy ones to kind of get the conversation rolling, you know, yeah. feel it out there and just kind of warm up to each other. And then you know, we're going to continue with some Valentine's Day advice because McCall, have you gotten anything for Dustin yet? No. Got a bush in it, aren't you? We're exactly a week away. You got a little yeah. bit more than a week because mm-hmm. obviously you're not celebrating Valentine's Day at 9:30 on a Thursday morning. No, but about 20, 20 oh, excuse me, a week 
exactly one week away. So maybe we ought to see if we can get you some help, get some more advice out there. Okay. A I'll week is it. still uh, enough time, yes? I think so. Okay. Procrastinators agree a week is still plenty of time. So what can you do? Make sure you do not get an F for Valentine's Day. We'll get into After Panic at the Disco in seven minutes. McCall, T-minus a week, and you are not ready for Valentine's Day. You're not wrong. AJ and McCall on VFX. Frankly, put me in that boat because I am uh, I have something. Okay. However, it is the time crunch is going to be close. So okay. I, I'm, I may want to get a backup plan. I think now, it would be prudent to get a backup plan. I feel plan. like this is important to state because we get asked this all the time. No, we are not buying each other anything for Valentine's Day because AJ and I are not dating. That would be weird. I know. So last year, my mom did this thing where she sent me gifts on other weird holidays. Like, oh my gosh, AJ's complaining about gifts. She sent me gifts on Valentine's Day and Mother's Day. Well, that was weird. I didn't ask for anything, but I got boxes of stuff. So I don't weird. know if I'm getting a box for my mom again. This That's year. I don't weird. Think so, but yeah, I I agree with you. I was a little thrown off. I just figured that we should probably clarify because we always get this question. No, no we're no, not I'm dating. Not getting you anything. No, and no. I'm not getting you anything. I'll give you a brisk high five. We both have very low key Valentine's Day, even with our significant yeah, others. Here's the thing: I don't love Valentine's Day. I just don't. She said it. There it is. I've discussed it before. I don't love Valentine's Day. If Dustin wants to buy me flowers or something, sure, but I don't think it needs to be an expectation that you have to get me Valentine's, you have to get me flowers on Valentine's Day. You have to do this for me on Valentine's Day because I I think we spend a lot of time together and I think that that's good. So, that being said, just to do some, do something. You're still going to yeah, do well, something. Of just I mean, probably go out key. probably go out to dinner or make our own dinner. So we've been given advice basically for the back half of the show, McCall. Yep. We we covered we covered the date part. Yes. Now, if you decide to get the gifts, I think it's only fair for us to say that you know we represent everybody. We should probably talk about gifts a little bit. Of course, because I have a very sad, sad statistic. Uh oh. The average person gives their Valentine's Day partner an F. Wow. We're really? talking fifty-eight percent of people. Give their Valentine's Day partner an F. That's not good. So the percentage of people that get an A, 15. 15. So one in... Followed by 6% of B, 10% of C, 11% of D, and 58% in F. Man, we we ain't doing so hot. No. We as a society are not doing so hot. No. Majority of people, when it comes to Valentine's Day, the things that people are like, this is what I want, this is what I think are good... Should we do top five? Yeah. Top five. Number five, home-cooked meal. That's a good idea. Yes. Massage, number four. Oh, definitely. For the record. Massages are always a good gift. You can never go wrong with that. Yeah. Mother's Day, Christmas, birthday, Valentine's Day. Who's going to turn down a massage? Exactly. Number three, flowers. I love, I like flowers. I think they are very, very pretty. Again, I think flowers can be done anytime. Anytime. Birthday, exactly. Mother's Day, Valentine's Day, et cetera. Yep. yep. <laughs> because you saw them and you thought of yeah, her. It's amazing to me thus story. far. You said that many people get Fs, and the first three, I'm like, yeah, duh. Yeah, okay. Right. Yeah. Totally. Number two, chocolate. Okay. Which I'm just kind of like, meh. Meh. Candy. Candy. Meh. 
So I would I would one? 100 go with a home cooked oh, meal wait. for number five. I think I have. I think I know. You what should it is. know what number one is. Yeah, jewelry. No, was it? What was it? Nice dinner out. Oh, going out to dinner is number one. Jewelry is number six. Okay, I was like, I figured it was in there somewhere. No, number six is jewelry, and I think number six through ten are kind of like extra. <laughs> like I think they're over the top, and that's coming from me. Yeah, that's so, what I was gonna say. <laughs> uh, jewelry is an expectation for Valentine's Day. I love. I think jewelry is very pretty, but again, <laughs> I'm not one that's like buy me more jewelry for Valentine's shining. Day. Like. I love. I think it's very pretty. If Dustin were to say, "Hey, I got you this really pretty necklace or something," sure, I'd I'd love that. Right. But it's not something that I would expect. Trip to somewhere nicer, warmer, exotic for number seven, extra. One of our salesmen did. That's why he's gone for two. That's weeks. why he's gone. I'm pretty sure. Oh my gosh. Why else would you go to Florida for two weeks at this point in the year? Uh, you could go. It's not spring break. Deep sea fishing. Maybe that's what it is because he doesn't want to be there for spring break. Is he a fisher? Yeah, I think he likes that kind of stuff. Oh, maybe. So I just possible. assumed it was Valentine's Day because he's gone next till late next yeah. week, I think. So number eight is a mas- or a, a spa package, which is different than a massage. This is different than a massage. Yes, so a spa but, package, yes, you're talking no. like a, a weekend getaway or something, facial, blah, blah, blah. Again, extra. <laughs> Nine, a night or two at a local hotel. Eh. Something different. Yeah. And number 10, tickets to a comedy show. Not a bad thing. All of those made a lot of sense to me. Ticket to a show doesn't necessarily not make sense to me, but it's so right. much different it's like, than one what? through nine. Now, <laughs> now these these upper ones, again, I don't think I don't think Valentine's Day should be a reason that you spend a boatload of money Agreed. for things. I never I yes. don't think so. But this is my kind of love language, I guess you could say. I speak more of a let's hang out, let's have a good time, let's spend quality time together. Please don't spend a, a buku <laughs> amount of money on me. Why are you spending money just, on me? I think that, look, if you can come up with something personalized, obviously go Absolutely. that route. But the funny thing is, I, we talked about this a couple of weeks ago when I found out, you know, I, I did it again today. Ashley's not feeling well and she said there's just so much to do around the house. I said, don't worry about it. I'll take care of the dishes. Done. Days automatically much better. That just do it yeah. some chores goes a long way. This goes right. This goes right back to our conversation we had maybe a week ago about what women actually want. Clean house. Thank you to Tim Hawkins for that. <laughs> yes. I'll clean up for you. Yeah. Sweep the floor for you. I'll even put down the kids. That's what women want to hear. <laughs> okay. It's easy. So if if you are just hitting a complete creative block. Massage is good. Always come up with something special, like a you know a unique way to do Again, dinner. This do a needs, couple chores. Yeah, it needs to be something unique. I'll tell you what, McCall. Look, I, look. I'll admit right now, this is an ego answer. But let's be honest, we all have a bit of an ego sometimes. Send her flowers at work. Let her get flowers in front of people. Yeah, everybody loves that. Yeah. Like, oh my gosh, do it, do it. And remember mm-hmm. the first dating tip we had. From our Valentine's Fick entrance, our finalist, finalist from today. Don't go step it out. Yeah. Piece of cake. Easy peasy. Speaking of which, you have gotten entered into VFX's Valentine's Fix. You are running out of time. We got two finalists left. We're going to read both tomorrow. We'll tell you and get entered in seven minutes. VFX's Facebook roulette. Your chance to end up on the VFX Facebook page. If you're friends with us, that's where it starts. Because then... We could land on you. Like, comment, or share whatever you land on. And the best one makes it to the VFX Facebook page. 
All right, McCall, spinning and spinning and spinning and stop. Stop. I landed on a meme of uh, Kim Kardashian with this like smug look like, what? (laughs) And the caption is, me on the 14th of February, pretending to be shocked at the flowers, roses, and chocolate outside my door that I put there myself. (laughs) (laughs) Are you going to do that? Are you going to deliver yourself flowers so Thursday we're going to be in here and all of a sudden Lisa's going to come in and be like, McCall, you got this massive bouquet of roses. No, I wouldn't do it on Valentine's Day. I'd do it on other days. Okay. Good to know. Keep spinning, I'm AJ. Saying, I swear, if we get one next week, a, a bouquet of roses shows up for you while we're on air. I mean, I'm not saying somebody can't send them to me. I did say If you love you me, you can send me flowers. The waffle with peanut butter, please. Yeah, please, you can send me all of the things. Okay, stop. <laughs> I landed on uh, Joel Hare, who shared a two-year-old tries to make lasagna. Oh, cute. This is legit. The two-year-old steps up on the counter. They put a step stool at everything, and he's got the Pyrex thing and sauce. Spacula is what it called it. A spacula. <laughs> cheese, Cute. cheese, noodles. Cute. It's legit doing it. Aww. Oh, it's done. Hold on. I skipped all the way to the end here. I mean, that's not the prettiest. But let's be honest, how hard is it to mess up noodles, Aww, cheese, and sauce? I'd eat that. That's so cute. That's so cute. <laughs> yeah, it makes me feel that makes me feel a little bit better or a little bit bad that I've never attempted to make lasagna. Oh. Not it's, all that difficult. It's tedious. You have to have that a, I believe. You have to have a big enough pan to be able to cook the noodles in without them sticking to the to the bottom of okay, it. Okay, I retract my statement. I'm kind of okay not cooking lasagna anymore. Yeah, just buy the <laughs> just buy the frozen stuff. It's way easier. <laughs> Trust me. I'll speak from personal okay. experience. It's I'm, way I'm, easier I'm that with way. It. I'm with it. So for Valentine's Day, frozen lasagna it is. Got way it. Way easier that way. <laughs> I'm gonna call who wins. I don't know. We'll make intern young gun should choose. Who wins, intern young gun? Two-year-old makes lasagna or McCall's... Ah! Dang it. Victory! The words have been spoken from the mouth of young gun. AJ Knight, McCall Taylor, add us on Facebook. Get yourself entered in for all of our contests. Find all of the podcasts, the blogs at utahsvfx.com. You can download the podcast as well. Drop the mic, iPod Idol from Spotify, Google Play, iTunes, iHeartRadio app, anywhere podcasts are. And, of course, find us on social media and on YouTube at Utah's VFX. One day left in a week, McCall, so tell tomorrow. Don't do anything we wouldn't do. And thanks for listening to VFX, 94.5 and 98.3.